Welcome to the Nature Reliance Podcast, where we explore the history and practical experience of the great outdoors and discover new ways to connect with nature. I'm Craig Cottle, your guide through the fascinating world of natural living and survival skills through experiential education and interviews. Today's episode is brought to you by the Nature Reliance School Online Membership, an immersive online learning experience designed for outdoor enthusiasts just like you. Are you passionate about the outdoors? Do you crave more knowledge about disaster readiness, wilderness survival, bushcraft, tracking, and nature awareness? If so, the Nature Reliance School online membership is your gateway to a community of like-minded individuals, all dedicated to learning and sharing essential outdoor skills. With the Nature Reliance School online membership, you get exclusive access to a wealth of resources, including expert-led tutorials, interactive webinars, and a library of engaging courses, downloadable books, and documents. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced outdoorsman, there's always something new to learn. So don't wait. Click on the link below to join the Nature Reliance School online membership today. Embrace the wilderness, enhance your skills, and become part of a community that values nature as much as you do. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to the Nature Reliance Media Podcast. I'm going to share another story with you today, so go ahead and pull up another log to the fire. In one of our most recent podcasts, I told the story of the King of the Hawk. Probably got as much email and messages and text and stuff of that nature as I have for anyone I've ever done. So I thought, well, I'll do more of that. You may recall, if you listened to that podcast, that was a story that I told from a program that I used to teach in public school systems. And it was a basically a character education, uh, leadership, communication skills for youth martial arts program. But I always told stories at the end of every class and asked questions of the students in class. And that's what I'm going to do with you today. Before I get into that, don't forget to take Tracy's offer at the beginning of this podcast and use the code PODCAST. It's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all caps, and actually it doesn't matter if it's all caps or not, but use all caps to get you a huge discount on classes with Nature Reliance School. We love to see you in class and love to see you using that discount. Now, let's get into the story. The story today basically is another children's book, and I think think these lend themselves well to adult storytelling as well. I think they're fantastic, actually. I think it's one of the best things that we can do for our children is to read books to them that have character education or particularly areas where they have to question and think and work through problems, particularly moralistic problems, and come to a solution while they're still in your home. And that way you can work with them to instill in them the sort of values that you want them to have have as they leave the world. In this story, again, as I mentioned, I taught a program and the the program was about character building through Aikido. It had seven virtues, loyalty, integrity, charity, sincerity, honor, bravery, and courtesy. And we talked about one of those before. Today, we're going to be discussing a story, which as best I can tell, is probably one of the best stories I've ever seen on the topic of charity. I absolutely love this story. Out of all the ones I used to tell, this one and the King of the Hawk were my two favorites, so that's I 
I guess why I'm picking him as my two to go to first, even though all the stories are good ones. But today, the story is about the Emerald Lizard. Now, again, this is a children's book that you can pick up. We'll have a link for you in the description for this book, but listen in, and I hope you enjoy it. Back on the frontier, there was a young man who had taken his wife and small children out to the middle of nowhere to hack their way through the world and the wilderness and and make a way for themselves. And as it was getting close to fall, he had had a very incredibly poor harvest of the things that he had planted that they were going to use for the winter. He was stressed out about it, to say the least. He was incredibly stressed about it. He didn't know what he was going to be able to do to help his family survive. It was his decision to come out here, and his wife had supported him. His kids were too young to know the difference. But they were hungry, and they didn't have very many supplies. One day, he decided to just simply take a walk through the woods and just kind of ponder and think about what was going on and see if he could come up with a solution. And he's walking down the trail. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Again, remember this. This is important to the story. He looks, and he sees somebody walking down the trail towards him. And the gentleman that is walking towards him looks different than most people. There's a couple of bends and a couple of little hills and trees and plants and stuff that are in the way, and he can't really get a good look at this guy. He just knows that something's a little different about him. And as they get closer and closer, he realizes, the young man realizes, that the man that's walking towards him is a Franciscan monk. You know, classic big brown outfit with a rope around his belt kind of monk. As they get close to one another, the monk looks up, looks at the young man, says, well, young man, you seem to be troubled. Is there anything I can do to help? And the young man, I don't know, unknown to him, just starts to tell this monk everything that's going on. You know, like we came out here, we wanted to live close to the land, we wanted to live off the land, we wanted to be good stewards of it, and I've worked hard, really hard all year, from the spring with seeds all the way through the summer trying to plant my crops, and just things haven't gone the way I wanted them to. We're, we just don't have enough resources to be able to live through the winter. We just don't have them, and I just don't know what I'm going to do. And just about that time, the monk looks down, and there's a lizard that crawls right across his feet. He snatches it up, grabs it real quick. He holds it really close to his heart, closes his eye, and bows his head. And when he comes back up, the lizard has turned into an emerald lizard. And he hands it to the young man and says, young man, just do whatever you want to with this. As you can imagine, the young man is ecstatic. He absolutely is blown away because this emerald lizard is worth so much money that he can get whatever he wants. Now, he can't eat it, and he can't use it to make tools, and he can't do all that stuff, but he knows that he's going to be able to trade this for just about anything that he wants. So he's pumped. So he goes home. He hitches up the horse. He rides in the town. He's going to go to the shopkeeper. And he goes to the shopkeeper and he says, hey, this is what's going on, buddy. I've got this emerald lizard, but I don't have enough stuff to feed my family through the winter. Can you front me some stuff? I don't have money to pay you. And I'll give you this emerald lizard in return 
for that stuff to help me through the winter. And the shopkeeper goes, I'll tell you what, brother, I'll do this. I'll give you enough flour, water, and sugar for your family to make it through the winter and do whatever you need to. I'll give you some jerked meat, and I'll give you seed for next year in exchange for you giving me that emerald lizard. And i tell you what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to put it up on the wall because here's what I think is going to happen. People are going to hear this story, and they're going to come from all over the country to come and see this emerald lizard. And when they come, I'm going to sell them stuff. I'm going to sell them all my stuff and then some. And I think it'll work out really well. And the young man said, you know, I think that sounds like a good deal, so throw it on me, dude. So he packs up his his wagon that's tied to his horse. He hands the emerald lizard over to the shopkeeper. shopkeeper shines it up really nicely, hangs it on the wall. After he hangs it on the wall, the young man leaves, go back, goes back to his frontier cabin to his wife and children, and he's just, he's pumped. I mean, can you imagine? In one moment, he's down, as, he's scared to death, his family are going to starve to death, and the second, next time, he looks and he's just got basically anything and everything they could need out there on the frontier. They're excited. The wife's excited. The kids are excited. He's excited. Everybody's pumped up. So here's what happens. You know, winters on the frontier are really rough. And so they stayed in their cabin on the frontier and they, he hunted for some game. But again, he had the stuff that they needed to make their life through the winter and not only survive, but do really well, actually. Come the next growing season, he takes the seed that he had also gotten from the shopkeeper and he starts to plant the seed. And guess what? For some reason, this seed is rocking it. I mean, it is rocking it. Everything he puts in the ground comes up. Everything that comes up grows really well. Everything that grows really well has plenty of fruiting vegetables on it. Everything's going fantastic. So fantastic that he's got enough for his family to thrive, just absolutely thrive. And at the same time, he can collect some store for the coming winter, plenty for them now, plenty for them for the winter, and he's still got plenty that is left over. So much that's left over that he goes about riding around with his wagon on the back of his horse, takes it around to his neighbors, and there's some neighbors that have done really well and others that have not done very well, and he just gives them some of his extra so that everybody has extra. Everybody's got extra for the winter, everybody's got extra to plant next year, and everything's going well for his whole valley on this little frontier area. He has so much left over and he gives it away to his neighbors that he still got some that he just doesn't know what to do with. And guess what he decides to do? He's going to take that extra back to the shopkeeper and he's going to try to negotiate a settlement with the shopkeeper and go, Hey, I'll give you all of this back. If you'll give me the Emerald lizard, I'd like to keep it as memento and put it above my fireplace. And the shopkeeper says, you won't believe what's happened, man. People have come from all over the place to check out this emerald lizard. I've sold everything in my store. I've ordered more. I sold it. And then I ordered more. And then I sold it. I have made so much money. I've been able to build a couple more buildings for this growing town here and donate them. I didn't have to have people borrow the money from them. I had so much left over. I was able to build some extra buildings, which is fantastic. And now I'm going to be able to retire. So I'm going to go back to my homestead and live and do well and and make a little money off the shop from here and every now and again. And I'm going to be sitting really pretty 
thank you very much. By all means, let's make this trade. I would love for you to keep this Emerald Lizard. And I would love for the new shopkeep to have a really good set of stuff that he can put in his shop and get started. And he can make some money on and make some really good money right off the bat. So they do. They make the trade. Young man takes Emerald Lizard. He's driving back on his horse, back to the frontier cabin, to his wife where everything's going so good. And I'll give you one guess who he runs into. You guessed it. He runs into the monk. Goes up to the monk and he says, Friar, you're never going to believe what happened. And he basically relates the whole story to him. You know, after you gave me that ember lizard, I traded to the shopkeep, got all this stuff, planted these crops. I had so much, I was able to fill all kinds of stores for the frontier and for myself and my own family. Everybody's doing really well here. I traded it back to the shopkeeper and he gave me the ember lizard back. And now I'm heading back home and I'm going to put this on the... And he goes, you know what? It was you who gave me this emerald lizard, so I'm going to give it back to you. And the monk gladly takes the emerald lizard back, holds it close to his body, bows his head and closes his eyes. And when he opens his eyes and raises his head back up, the emerald lizard has turned into a live lizard again. And he puts it down at his feet, and it runs away. Man, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's one of the best stories I've ever heard, really. I love that story. I've got a question for you. This is the same question I used to ask the kids in class. Who in our story showed charity for others? Again, think back. Was it the man, the young man, that showed charity to others? Was it the shopkeeper? Was it the monk? Or was it a combination of them? Hmm. It's a good question to ponder, isn't it? Who in our story showed charity to others? If you like this book and you'd love to read it to your kids, then look in the description below. It's a fantastic book. It's a great story. If you want them to listen to the podcast, then feel free. Throw them in on the podcast right here, and they can listen to me as I share it. So thank you for joining us. This has been Craig Cottle, Director of Nature Reliance School, sharing some great stories that I hope we can all learn from, and I know I am, and I hope as I share them and I'm learning that you are learning as well. Because you know what we do at Nature Reliance School, right? Come on, join in. Let's learn together. And that wraps up another fantastic episode of the Nature Reliance Podcast. I hope today's journey has inspired you to explore and connect with the natural world in new and exciting ways. Before I say goodbye, remember to check out the Nature Reliance School online membership. If today's episode sparked your interest in wilderness skills and outdoor adventures, this online community is the perfect place for you to start or continue your journey. You can currently sign up for a year for only $99 and get two months for free. 
Click the link below to discover a world of expert-led courses, engaging content, and a vibrant community eager to share their knowledge and experiences. Whether you're starting your outdoor journey or looking to deepen your existing skills, the Nature Reliance School online membership is here to guide you. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe for more adventures and share this podcast with your fellow nature enthusiasts. Until next time, come on, join in. Let's learn together.